Well, hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the group editor of Woman and Woman in Home Magazine. And I'm Ian McEwen, writer on TV and Satellite Week, TV Times and What's on TV magazine. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 11th of August 2023, including Matthew Broderick in the Netflix drama series Painkiller about the US opioid epidemic, and the new Channel 4 and All 4 survival series Alone, in which 11 plucky Brits take on the Canadian wilderness. And we'll also be checking out some Men in Kilts, oh yes, as Outlander co-star Sam Hewan and Graham McTavish team up for a new road trip around New Zealand and investigating foul play in the south of France. Old friends, including Johan Grufford, gather for the reunion on ITV and ITVX. But first, Ian, what is in the news? Elizabeth Olsen will star in ITVX's 1980s set true crime drama Love and Death, which is about a Texas housewife who is accused of murder. What else is in the news, Hannah? Well, in Apple TV Plus's 10-part fashion house drama La Maison, Lambert Wilson plays a top designer who gets embroiled in a scandal that threatens his business. Good French accent there. (laughs) Okay, uh, a nice varied selection this week. Some good stuff, I would say. We're going to start off on Netflix with a new drama series that arrived on Thursday the 10th of August. It's called Painkiller. And here's a clip. All of human behavior is essentially comprised of two things. Run from pain, run toward pleasure. Pain, pleasure, pain, pleasure. If we place ourselves right there between pain and pleasure, we will never have to worry about money again. Six episodes to this one. You may recall, Hannah, I'm pretty sure we reviewed it when it came onto Apple TV+. There was a drama called Dope Sick which starred Michael Keaton as a doctor. And it was all about the opioid epidemic uh, that swept through America, causing all sorts of problems. And it was it was because of a drug called OxyContin, which is an opioid. That was very, very good, I must say. This is telling the same story in a slightly different way. The headline news is, Matthew Broderick, the wonderful Matthew Broderick. He stars in it and he's playing Richard Sackler, who is the president of Purdue Pharma, which is the big pharma company that marketed, very aggressively marketed this drug. It had a team of ambitious salespeople who who peddled it to doctors who were then over-prescribing it. And because it's an opioid, it was highly addictive. We're looking at various different angles. You've got, as I say, Broderick, as Sackler, and of course the Sackler family um, sponsored a lot of art galleries around the world, didn't they, which has now become a controversial issue. So we sort of flash backwards and forwards. Well, he takes over the family company and he decides the way they're going to make a fortune is to come up with with a painkiller, which they do, a new painkiller. But what they don't tell people is, is how addictive it is. Now, you've also got an investigator, E.D., played by Uzo Aduba. She's very good, and we first see her investigating a doctor who has been kind of overcharging, like pretending he's done x-rays when he hasn't, and that kind of thing. And she discovers he has also been massively over-prescribing OxyContin. And then we meet a patient as well, Glenn, played by Taylor Kitsch, 
and he is a mechanic. He has a terrible accident and he is prescribed the painkiller and we find out what happens to him. Now, I would say on first glance, I mean, I enjoyed episode one. It was fine. I thought Dopesick was very, very good uh, and I'm not sure this is quite as good, but I've only seen one episode. But uh, it's great to see Matthew Broderick, especially when he's aged up. <laughs> of course, we all remember him as Ferris Bueller. I think it's well done. Aduba is particularly good. Worth checking out, I think, because it's a fascinating and, and scandalous true story, isn't it, Hannah? What did you think? I really, really enjoyed Dope Sick, and you're right, we did talk about it um, some time ago when that first um, came on, and I was a bit concerned that it couldn't sort of live up to Dope Sick because that would just be done so well, and I think it was the kind of first time it really opened my eyes to what was really, well, what's going on, what is going on. And this is just a, an, a, a kind of an extension of that, but looking at, as you say, um, different kind of drugs and you, you can't fully understand it unless you you really get to the bottom of how people get addicted because it just seems so strange to us, but this is just a real, it is an epidemic in the US. So I I didn't think I agree with you. I've seen one episode. I don't think it, I didn't, it didn't live up as much to Dope Sick, but that might just be because that was first and I enjoyed it so much. So the bar's really high. But I want to keep watching it because these kind of things really do interest me because it's, it's real, it's happening. Um, and trying to understand why, really, um, why it happens and, and how it still keeps happening and the fact that it's really just a huge big business, isn't it? Something completely different over on Channel 4 and All 4. Now, this arrived on Sunday... So it's already available. And and if you go onto all four, there are two episodes there. But on Channel 4, it will drop weekly. It's called Alone. And here's a clip. Eleven ordinary men and women are about to be abandoned on their own. It's just crazy, isn't it? Look at it. It's enormous. In one of the most hostile places on Earth. The bears, the water, the wolves... If you're going into this and not thinking it's dangerous, then you're in denial. Yes. So I have watched um, some of this and it is utterly terrifying. (laughs) Do not watch it just before you're about to go camping. Although, let's be glad there are no bears um, in the UK countryside. So this is another reality style show so there's a hundred thousand pounds at stake it's a prize waiting for the winner and it's the british version version of the um popular american survival show alone so as you say ian it's already arrived on our on channel four um and it really just tracks um 11 brits who there's men and there are women who are um fighting to win this prize money now they are dropped literally in a very remote area of northern canada and it's completely in the wilderness and they've got to survive alone now in the day it's all quite sort of yeah it's fine you know what it's like a daylight it's fine it's okay but these people are surrounded by um bears cougars wolves i mean you name it much there to get them and it's utterly terrifying and it reminded me i'm trying to think of that um oh gosh what was it called that horror film where they sat um and the torches are kind of beneath their chins and it reminded me of, the, of that what, can you remember what it's called is it the blair witch project the blair witch project thank thank you so much um the Blair Witch Project, where they're just kind of sat there with the torches under their chins. And this is kind of what it's like. So you see all of them being quite brave at times. They're, they're setting up their, their camps. 
to sleep in overnight, which is nothing more than just a bit of tarpauling over whatever they, they've created. And um, there are some tears already at that point because some of them know that they don't feel very safe. Well, they know they don't feel very safe because they're not doing it very well. They're struggling to keep the logs in place and what have you. There are others that seem to be really well equipped, you know, setting up the fire and just seem to be much more um, capable, I suppose, than others. But the real, <laughs> real chill down my spine is when the animals—they're so close, they're so close—and of course. The editing of this it really plays a massive part because the music's going and there's sort of cut at the very end where, where someone's saying, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And you can hear an animal literally. Well, they're not even outside. It's not even like they're zipped up in anything. This, you know, bear could just come in and, and, and get them. And they're all different ages, between 18 um, and 58, all from different walks of life. So you get to see, as I say, quite different um, capabilities, quite different sort of emotional levels where they're facing it. But either way, I don't think you could pay me enough to be in there, to be honest with you. Um, and there's one particular ca- contestant. Um, she's a sportswear designer. She's 27. She's called Naomi. And, and she's a really interesting character. Um, I think you interviewed her in, um, and I think she, she's a, she is an interesting character, but she's kind of desperate to prove herself. But in the dark of night, and I actually asked you, didn't I, before this started, is someone there to save them? If this really all goes horribly wrong, there must be a health and safety where there's somebody, their bear grills is about to run out and grab them or do something. But you tell me not, which makes it even more terrifying. But honestly, this is 100% worth a watch. I really enjoyed it, but I was sitting on the edge of my seat. Did you enjoy it? I did. I mean, there have been so many of these survival-type series. It's, it's a sort of... It's his own genre now, really. So we've had plenty of them. But I did think this was very good. And, yeah, they do have a a satellite phone for when they've had enough and and a boat will come and pick them up. But that will take a while. And they're allowed to take a few items, very basic items. They can choose from various things. Like, So some of them take a fishing net. One bloke takes a bow and arrow and he goes off trying to hunt squirrels. This is quite funny. <laughs> and, it, you know, it's, it's surprising who thrives and who doesn't. So there's, there's one particular contestant, we won't spoil it if you haven't seen it, but who's quite gung-ho and confident and very soon comes a cropper. There's, there's, there's another very young contestant who just, I mean, it's the mental strain is, mm. is a huge thing. But then once, then you've got, to, you've got to build a fire, you've got to build a shelter, you've got to get food and water which is not easy. And so you're getting weaker and weaker physically. You're probably not sleeping. I would not do it in a million years, but I did have a chat with Naomi about it. And um, yeah, I mean, she's quite impressive in episode one. Uh, So yeah, if you like this kind of thing, you will not be disappointed. Now we're out in the great outdoors again for our next offering. It's on Lionsgate Plus. It's a travelogue called Men in Kilts, A Road Trip with Sam and Graham. And here's a clip. But now you live in New Zealand. I came here for The Hobbit. Oh, there's hobbits here. Awesome. No. People in New Zealand seem to be into extreme sports. They're yes. Extreme everything. They are. How high is your highest zip line? 100 metres tall. 100 metres tall. Yes, tall. I heard him. There may be no return. 
So this arrives on Friday the 11th. There are just the two episodes. Now, I, I don't know if you're an Outlander fan, but it's a very popular series, kind of time travel series, in which this woman goes back in time to the Jacobite rebellions and she meets a sort of Highland warrior, very hunky Highland warrior, played by Sam Hewen. So Hewen and Graham McTavish are both in Outlander and they've already done one travelogue together where they put their kilts on, as the title suggests. And in that one, they went around Scotland. They're both Scottish. But in this one, well, interestingly, McTavish was cast in, I think, the Hobbit films and he loved New Zealand so much, he moved there. So this time around, they're getting in a camper van and, and, and going around New Zealand. I mean, it looks so beautiful it's got actually quite a high population of scottish people living there and there are a lot of sort of high adrenaline activities to try out so they start off with a bit of uh diving with great white sharks <laughs> and going on this terrifying zip wire across a canyon and and the the conceit that they've set up is that sam enjoys uh frightening graham you know so graham's kind of reluctantly doing these scary things and getting terrified so i found that a little bit tiresome um but i absolutely loved the the new zealand backdrop and um yeah it's kind of nice to see a young guy and and an older guy just hanging out together they're both interesting characters and um yeah it's absolutely one for outlander fans but you don't really need to be an Outlander fan or know anything about it. You'll see a few clips from it in, in this. But, um, yeah, nice nice bit of escapism. And it did make me want to visit New Zealand. What did you think, Hannah? Yeah, I do like someone with a nice backdrop, don't you? <laughs> it's always <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not actually convinced this would have been something particularly for me. But I, I, I did enjoy it. And I, and I, I can't really articulate why i just it just i don't know it brought lots of things to life that i hadn't sort of uh, imagined before um it felt very um i don't know it felt very sort of real and authentic and not contrived which i think is really good at the moment because a lot of that around and um all the high risk activities obviously back on the edge of my seat again i'm going to definitely need to pour the, the red wine that i've just ordered um pretty quickly but I, I i did really enjoy it and i um i have family in new zealand so particularly love that part of it mm. all about the maori culture um, and also <sighs> delicious food i do like I do like a bit of culinary delight well we've got another beautiful backdrop for our final offering this week on itv and itvx it's a new drama series called the reunion and here's a clip I got an invitation to the reunion. Why took you so long to come back? If they dig into that basement, our lives are over. I told you not to come. I want to know what happened to her. Yes, this is really beautiful, isn't it? This is uh, with the backdrop of the rain as I speak behind me in the height of the British summer. Watching this is absolute delight and real escapism because it's just the sun-soaked south of France and it's absolutely beautiful with lots of beautiful people um, playing parts in this. So um, it's a new drama. It's on um, ITVX and it's 
based on um, the book by French novelist Guillaume Mousseau. Um, and it's all about that. So the novelist's life has been dominated by their desire to find out what happened to their former lover. Um, who had vanished in a snowstorm back in 1997. And this is what it's it's based on. So he returns to um, his international school in the French Riviera for a 25-year anniversary reunion and gets to know all his old friends once again. Um, And secrets come out. So it's sort of like it's a mystery that's sort of being uncovered, I suppose, and what happened on that awful night everything sort of begins to unravel the story unfold unfolds and um it fo- it follows this sort of it's quite pacey at times i i did think it when it first started i thought this could be a bit slow and i'm just going to delight in the uh, in the backdrop but actually you do get quite quickly swept along in exactly what it is which is a drama and it's it's all centers around this quite horrific murder it's incredibly, um, I think it's really credible, actually, but not credible at the same time, if that makes sense. The way it's done is really, really good. The The actors in this are absolutely great. Um, it feels quite fresh, I thought. And th- there's lots of these kind of murder mysteries but that sort of thing going on at the moment and we're seeing a lot of them and I, I often look at them and think oh my gosh what 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 can new can there be um but actually with this I thought that it was quite um really quite well done and I, I definitely want want to keep on did you enjoy it bit of a mixed bag so this actually it, it, it was shown on ITVX well it was available on ITVX back in January and and the whole series is available there but they're bringing it as with a lot of those shows it's now coming over to ITV it looks as if it should be good I mean it's got Johan Grufford as um this novelist Thomas so so it keeps flashing back to when they were all students together and and I was thinking there seems to be quite a lot of English students at this French school but um it's an international school of course so he is we see them as sort of four friends when they're at the school and Yoan is one of them who goes on to become a successful novelist then he is obsessed with this woman well young woman called Vinka who has a very distinctive red bob <laughs> and she's she's actually kind of reminded me a bit of a Betty Blue type character supposedly kind of drives men wild and is is quite unpredictable and moody but i just found her quite annoying and then there's also he's got a french friend maxime who's played by uh, gregory fatusi who was in mr selfridge he as in later life becomes a politician and yeah there's a school reunion and something terrible happened when they were at school and they're worried that it's all going to come to light so i don't, I don't want to give too much away it's got a good cast. I mean, it's got Dervla Kerwin. I'm not entirely convinced she's the right age to be Grufford's mother, but she is in this, and Rupert Graves plays his father. So decent cast, and it looks great because it's a beautiful backdrop, but there's something about it just didn't quite click for me. And as it goes on, it, it does get a little bit ridiculous, <laughs> I have to say. Because <laughs> it's incredibly but, uncredible, which is exactly what I said. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But you can see why, I mean, when it first aired in January on ITVX, 
that's the perfect time of year to show it because of course it's um it's a nice bit of sunny escapism and that's when we get all those shows like death in paradise you know that's why they put them on in winter because that's what we're all craving it's not terrible but it's a bit incredible parts of it as you said um but yeah mate, worth a look i mean i always enjoy watching grufford and um yeah a bit of a mixed bag and a mixed bag we've got to that time hannah where we find out what the heck you've been binging on this week well, of course, I did binge on alone, which uh, I'd forgotten about, which I did enjoy and sort of um, stopped me from sleeping. But also, of course, you can't miss it, can you? The football, um, which is which has been great and causing again lots of column inches and headlines. Yes, come on, England. Well, because I'm missing Ozark so much with the fabulous Jason Bateman, I started watching on Netflix the classic sitcom American sitcom Arrested Development about a dysfunctional family which I've never really watched before I mean it's quite old now but it's very very good it's almost got a slight kind of Royal Tenenbaums vibe to it but a fantastic cast and and really really funny now uh, we've just got time to look ahead to next week's binge watch so what are we going to be talking about Hannah? Well, we're off to Morecambe Bay to spend time at home with the Furies and a new Netflix reality series about boxer Tyson Fury and his family. I'm bagging that one straight away, please. <laughs> yes, he's a very, very large family. <laughs> and, uh, and the end of the world, this is one for you, Hannah, I'll be giving you this one. The end of the world puts a crimp in a bride's hen party plans in the comedy Henpocalypse on BBC Player. <laughs> So, we look forward to those and much, much more. But, in the meantime... Keep watching! 